Hey y'all, it's Kara. And Tasha. Get, Get in. in. We're going to review one thing at a time. We are here to truly dissect Morgan Wallen's latest album, One Thing at a Time. Like the rest of the world, we were highly anticipating this 36 song release. I mean, we can definitely backtrack right this second. Now, 36... We even said from the beginning, 36 songs is too many. We've yeah, said, no. at what point do we stop double albums? It's now. That was um, a little bit facetious, because I certainly was not jumping up and down for 36 songs of anything. I was ready, but I don't... Like, now that I've listened to the whole thing front to back, uh, 36 is too many. So, I was just saying, my overall review, just simple, in a few words... It's like a good book with just a few too many chapters. I really like that. It's not bad. It's not. Collectively, it's not bad. I got to the end and I was like, you know what? Didn't hate my time here. No. Will I listen again? Yeah. But you can always cut out a few things that are just unnecessary. Yeah. And we're we're definitely diving in. We had notes, each of us. Uh, We listened to this separately and we have tried so hard not to speak to each other about it. Yes, until, which is the funny part now. So, and and I will say this: we also do understand that the the things that can be removed are subjective and totally personal opinion. You're always going to find songs, whether it's twelve songs, twenty songs, fifty songs that you don't like that another person does. So, these are just simply personal opinions. And if you haven't, go listen to our favorite albums episode because I think there you'll or we had a no skip albums episode. I think that was hard for us to realize what no skip albums are because like we literally said from beginning to end, I'm not hitting skip. This is not a no skip album. No, it's not. There's no way you could put 36 songs on an album and expect me to listen to every single one of them every single time. So we, let's just start from the beginning. One thing at a time. I will say I probably listened to this different than how you did. Actually, I know for a fact I did. I did this with Dangerous too. It hit midnight. I was listening. I had so much personal stuff going on this weekend that I couldn't. So I was on an airplane and I did it completely uninterrupted for the two-hour flight. I determined that I liked certain songs, even just by like, not liked certain songs, but titles. So for example, when Dangerous came out, I was up at midnight. I listened to one song. It was 865. And I was done. I had, Then I had to listen to Dangerous the next day. So for this one, I actually thought I was going to go to one song. And instead I went to another um, so my first listen was Single Than She Was. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's, a, I looked at the song titles and was like, which one am I going to listen to first and make it memorable? But we'll get there. So, but let's start from the beginning. So one thing at a time it starts with Born With A Beer In My Hand. What'd you think? I gave it a thumbs up. I gave it a two star. We used different ratings. We systems. did. I did thumbs up, thumbs down. and like a eh. I said, <laughs> meh. Lacking wow factor for a first song on an album. I also think you're trying too hard to be a redneck. I will agree with you there. Yeah, I think he's, there's points, you'll it, see that a couple times here. certainly wasn't a wow song to Not start the a first. 36 song album. And your third album, which honestly, I think we could see this a lot. Your third album is that, like, for him, this could be a flop to, to, your career could just be over after this, or this could continue in the trajectory it's going. I think for him, it's going to continue, but still yeah. making that point there. What about last night? Okay, so my note on this is that it is my least favorite of all the earlier released songs. I give it an eh because I'll listen to it, but it's definitely 
Um, I know that everyone loved, like, this one is kind of the one that took over TikTok. TikTok. Pretty early. And everyone seemed to like at least the clip that was on TikTok. Uh, This, I generally don't listen to this whole song. My least favorite of pre-release songs was Days That I Knew Why, but we'll get there later. Oh, I didn't realize that was a pre-release. It was. So so that's why I had to go. I had to look. Um, I put Last Night Was Relatable. You never want something like that to end. But it has, I mean, it sucks to suck, but this song's going to pop off. It already has. It's catchy. So I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. Everything I love. I said it was catchy and I liked it. I don't know that it's a favorite though, but it reminds me a lot of the If I Know Me album. Yes, I like this one. I like everything I love. I also said my note was catchy, um, but it has a lot of those. I don't know if anyone listens to um, Grady. I can't think of his last name, but he reviews a lot of songs. Grady Smith. Thank we you. like Grady. And he um, he always has those like <laughs> those moments where he talks about like the doing the thing you're doing. Like those, he calls them Grady-isms because yes. it's like the very vague like um just like kind of filler lines and this song has a lot of them <laughs> i'll have to listen the next time i do give it three stars um man made a bar i was excited about this one because it was featuring your church yes so i wrote uh i love the church feature church's co-write was one of my favorites on dangerous yes. so i'm i'm not surprised i love it i give it a double thumbs up um wow. and i'm actually glad that he actually got to feature on the song instead of just writing it I put, I love this song, but it sounds like something else. Will It, it will be a frequent listen for me, though, so I gave it four stars. It, it just sounded, there was, I don't know what it was. I think it was the, doesn't it say something about God God gave you a girl? Yeah. And I think that line is somewhere else. Probably. Out in the universe. Yeah. God knows where. Um, so I think that's the only thing that I was like, why does this remind me of something else? But definitely, I like it. Devil Don't Know. This one doesn't even stick out to me. I, I gave it a eh. I put one star and said, I'll skip this. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I, mean, I listened. I, it was enough that I listened to it all the way through. Some of the ones that I gave like a thumbs down were ones that I didn't even make it all the way through on the first listen. Yeah. But that's not to say that this one's better than a thumbs down. It's I just know that I listened to it right. the whole way through. <laughs> one thing at a time. I put upbeat bop. We'll jam to this every time it comes on. I gave it four stars. This is my favorite of the early releases. Oh, yeah. No, I think this is great. Like, I don't know. It just makes you, like, I don't want to say it makes you want to dance, but, like, I'm, like, jamming. He needs a good, fast song. He's good at fast songs. One of my favorites on Dangerous is Dangerous. Right. That is a fantastic song. And I do feel bad in the sense that because Dangerous was a double album and this is a double album, there's going to consistently be comparisons here Mm -hmm. because... It's 36 against 36. I don't know that there's 36 on Dangerous. There was but there's, 30, but there's it's close, close. close enough. And I just, you know, it's one of those, of, that was a big deal at the time. And still, to me, is, I will always listen to Dangerous. 98 Braves. <laughs> so we did have a, this was one song we did have a pre-conversation about. And I will say this, love the metaphor. I have no problem with the metaphor. It's just an oddly specific reference for a CD. <laughs> I put, I don't know baseball, but this reminds me of You Had Me by Halftime, which I love off the first album. I said, but do they break up in the end? I don't know. But the mm-hmm. fact that I have to research knocks it down a star. So I gave it four out of five stars because I shouldn't have to look up what the 98 Braves reference. I'm not a baseball fan. I like football. Right. Okay. We're at eight songs in, so not even <laughs> What is that? A, you're the math person. Oh my goodness, that's not even a third. Oh goodness, here we go. 
<laughs> I remember sending you the clip of this one on TikTok probably a couple months ago at this point. It was, it's ain't that some. I truly don't remember. Uh, I, I I sent it on TikTok and said, this is Florida Georgia Line that wrote this. And you were like, probably. Okay. I'm not <laughs> disagreeing with you. <laughs> no, but you did. You, I said it and you were like, yeah, this is definitely FGL vibes. So that's what I have here. And I said, I want to hear this live. I give it four stars. I think I can jam at a concert to this song. I gave it a thumbs down skip. I said, no. it is country ass shit again. Ain't that some C-O-U-N-T-R-Y? <laughs> and then I put also spelling songs are dumb. <laughs> oh. You're right. I mean, they are. We Everybody like drug Taylor Swift through the ground on me. Don't get me wrong. She was spelling some very basic words. Not that country is hard to spell. He also spells the word try at some point. So, like, I hear you. I like those stupid songs, though. I do. That's not the reason I dislike the song. It's upbeat. That's really all it's got going for it. It makes me want to, I want to, like, be at a concert, just beer in my hand, like, just ain't that some. Glad we see eye to eye on this one. (laughs) I wrote the book. Skip it. Skip. One star. I said, I put, I don't hate it. But Bible songs give me the ick. <laughs> you know, until you said that, they didn't. And then I just kept hearing Bible. I was like, I, there's nothing wrong with the Bible. If that's what you want to talk about, Morgan, because I fully believe his dad is a preacher. Sure. <laughs> but here's my problem with these Bible songs now that you say it. Your dad's a preacher. I get that. But half of your songs are about whiskey and getting drunk. The other half are about breaking up with girls or messing around with somebody for a sort of... So which route are we taking? Are we reading the Bible on the daily or are we living the scandalous lifestyle? I think he's living the scandalous lifestyle. Uh, Yeah, uh, Sure. I I don't know. I just... I don't need to hear... This makes two Bible songs on the the album. We're not even to the next one Because we're not to the next one. Yeah. But if this was the only one, I'd be like, okay. There's three. Oh, goodness. Which one did I miss? Oh, wait. Is I wrote the book the one with Hardy? No. Okay, so we have the Hardy song, and then we also have Don't Think Jesus. Okay, so here's... Don't Think Jesus is not a Bible song. I wouldn't call that a Bible song. It's not, but we we have a lot of, like, religion. Religious. uh, Yeah, yeah, which is, I mean, totally fine. I don't mind. And I'm sure there are people who absolutely love it, and that is your prerogative. It is just, it will be a song I don't listen to. Yeah, I agree. Next is Tennessee Numbers. I really like this song. I think I had a different idea in my head of what it was going to be about prior to listening to it. I put love, thumbs up. I put four stars. You know what it reminds me of in a roundabout way? Austin by Blake Shelton. Yes! It, it, it just is. But this time the girl's refusing to pick up the phone. Where in Austin they're essentially playing like phone, phone tag. tag. Yeah, um, absolutely my thought. It won't be a hit, but I will listen to it. Because mm-hmm. Austin by Blake Shelton is one of my favorite songs. I will never forget... Blake is not my person. I think I just try too hard to not like him, kind of like you do with Taylor. I remember being so anti-Blake at a concert once. I fell asleep in the chair. Like, I was just tired from being at a festival. He started to play Austin. I instantly got up. That's this song It's a for good me. song. It really is. I really like this. This is definitely a good one. Hope that's true. I said, cute, but isn't this more than my hometown sped up? This is the one we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um not on the podcast. I said he has too many relationship problems and I can't keep up, but I did give it three stars. Like, I like the song. <laughs> I, I also put love thumbs up on this one. I like the story here. Yeah, I, I just got a lot of more than my hometown vibes, but 
but faster. But I, and I liked more in my hometown. That was definitely my most played song on Spotify last year. So I can't even can't hate on this one. Whiskey Friends. I want your thoughts first. I went eh. So I in passing said this to you because we weren't going to talk too much about this before the actual episode. I said bringing up Keith Whitley is interesting since there's a song called Keith Whitley. And while I appreciate it and love that kind of country music, he's trying too hard to let us know that he is influenced by Keith Whitley. He is the president of Keith Whitley's fan club. Um, which, again, not a problem. I but you have stars. the same reference in two songs. In and, two different songs on and the same only, album. And there's only one song in between the two. So I'll get to my Keith Whitley rampage here in a second i give this three three stars out of five it's good i gave it a eh. i think there's somebody said that i think it's this song the track the guitar track is mr brightside interesting i'll have to look into that i i think it's this song but my brain went (laughs) one direction for for the yeah there's like a guitar like an electric guitar part and there was, it reminds me of a One Direction song, and to, for the life of me, I don't know the name of it, but I can hear it in my brain. That's so funny. Sunrise, I put, okay, I'm digging the beat, and gave it three stars. I don't think I had much to say. I put probably a skip. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't put more than that, and I elaborated on most of these. Next song is Keith Whitley. Um, what did you think of the song? I put Keith Whitley's biggest fan. That's the only thing I can get out are you, of this. Are you listening to it? No. So... <laughs> I actually, I actually really enjoyed this. Let song. me say, I put it as an it. It wasn't a thumbs down. I didn't, I didn't explicitly put that I would probably skip this song. Um, so to say that I would absolutely skip it is a lie. I don't know. It might be one that. So I, I play. we've talked about this before. I grew up on country music, so I really like Keith Whitley. Um, Keith Whitley obviously passed away. So when you listen to the lyrics and it says, the things I love got a way of getting gone too soon, kind of like good whiskey, Keith Whitley and you. When I realized what he was saying, my mind was blown. So like he loves Keith Whitley. Obviously Keith Whitley's gone. He drank his whiskey because we know Morgan loves whiskey. Mm -hmm. And now the girl he wanted to be with is also gone. But I do have to say, I think he is trying too hard here, not only about the Keith Whitley part, He's making too many, like, references towards using songs in the song. Um, so it kind of made me think, is he trying to pull a Cole Swindell and, and pull a She Had Me, like, Heads Carolina, because that took off? Is he thinking Keith Whitley's going to take off? I really don't think so. I don't think it has the momentum to do that. Plus, I don't know that many people listening to Morgan Wallen are Keith Whitley fans. However, they will look him up now, but I'm like... If you're a country music person, you already know who Keith Whitley is. That's, that's a me. It's me being me. In the Bible. This was my only did not finish. I said I actually don't mind this song. I just wish it wasn't called that, if this makes sense. I I really like Hardy. And I'm mad. That I don't I'm- know that we really like Hardy. <laughs> I don't think we like this song. I don't think we know if we love Hardy yet. I want to be on the Hardy party train. I don't know. There's a lot of... Hardy that I've heard that I'm like, I like this song. Yeah, I don't think this was his for him. I think that I wanted to like this song because Hardy was on it. And I'm mad that I was like, absolutely not. I think we were waiting for a, he went to Jared. Part two, yeah. This Something is not like it. that. No. They did not go to Jared here. <laughs> they went to the bar. Um, Actually, they went to church. <laughs> <laughs> they went into the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you 
foolproof. I put it's cute. I love it. Great concert vibes. This man loves his whiskey. I said I like this one since it came out. I yeah, mean. it's a four star for me. Um, I will say I take the five stars very serious. Up until I don't think anything's gotten a five star yet. But here come my five stars. Thought you should know. I gave it five stars. This has been a release. We already know that. Yeah, this was a double thumbs up. Exactly five star. I put. I don't know why this song makes me um, like not emotional, but like when I first heard it, I was like, bam. He put it out around Mother's Day, and obviously, I think like, and you can relate to moving away from home. I don't think we always tell our moms how much we appreciate them. I would agree. And so, I think that it resonates. I will say me. this is a standout in the thirty six songs because it 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 is straying away from everything the else. normal script we're not talking about whiskey we're not talking about i mean the he, bible he mentions having a girlfriend in it but that's about it yeah he's saying he wants to introduce this girl to his mom but he can't because they're on the road i also think ever since i found out that miranda lambert was writing on this song i hear her in it and i just it also reminds me of the house that built me mm-hmm. like it, it, i love this song i don't think that there's anything wrong here um so that was my first five star so here is where i switch I'm laughing so hard that your next one is a five star. Because I love F one fifty fifty. I did not like it. I love this song. I said was instantly drawn to this song. I've played it so many times. Just knowing where someone stands, um, and potentially not having a chance, it, it, or you might not. It's that fifty fifty part. I think it's so cute. I put just because the pun is there doesn't mean you should make it. <laughs> but I think I'm punny, so this does not shock me whatsoever. I will listen to this song. Over and over and over again. I will say this is one that I would give a second chance to. This may be the one that can grow on me. Absolutely. I I agree there. It's already mine. I already know it. Neon Star. Love it. Oh, I love this. This is probably the one that I've listened to over and over again. On repeat, another five star for me. So I got three five stars in a row. The second half of this album for me is what was doing it. Right. The, The middle is the chapters we needed to take out of the book. Yeah. And it, it was a little too much filler. We wanted to get to the good stuff. I think for me, Dangerous was the first half was a good album. The second half lost me. This is the opposite. First half, I was just, I can listen to it. Second half, I am here for. I deserve a drink. As I say this out loud, this song title, I can't tell you what it is, but apparently I really like this song for some reason. Five I stars. put good thumbs up. Yeah, I put five stars. Um, Wine into Water, I put It Reminds Me of Living the Dream on Dangerous, and I did not like that song. Not the song lyrics, but just, like, the vibe of it. And I said that. Not not the content, but the beat and the slowness. And I said, I'm good. Two stars. This didn't even get a symbol. It just got a, a good next to it. But I don't know if that was, like, a it, it's fine. Or if it's, like, wow, this is great. I'm going to go with it, it's fine, because I feel like I would have put a little more into it if I actually (laughs) really enjoyed it me and all your reasons I said when I truly heard this yes I'm here for it four stars some of these I'm gonna have to go back and listen to again obviously um I put that this one was okay this the title of this one just is intriguing me I feel like it's got a deeper story than I gave it does it It does it's so deep and I thought that was That was the main thing. I had to hear the lyrics to understand it. Tennessee fan, loved this the second it came out, but it just hit me more recently that in the end, they lost the ball game, but he won the girl. I said he really did lead with his best stuff. Like, the stuff he released early was pretty high up there on the 
the stuff that I liked off the album. I said, I don't love that he had to do two sports metaphors on one album. Yeah. I prefer this one over 98 Braves. I do too. I did give this four stars, um, but I also don't like Alabama. So like when he released this at the right time when <laughs> Tennessee had just beat Alabama, like that was great. It was a great time to release the song. Money on me. I said, I'm not overly interested right now and gave it one star. I went, eh. Now, so I must have had the same feeling. I don't know what thinking about me is truly about right this second because I didn't give myself much context here. I put yes, yes, yes in all capital letters <laughs> and gave it five stars. So I must really you love must this song. Love I, w- I have a lot of thumbs up here at the end. So this was a thumbs up. This was something I liked. But same. I r- This is one towards the end. They kind of all started to just blur together a little bit. Yeah, I, I gave it a five star and... Like I said, I have quite a few in this in the end, and I was actually getting kind of burnt out towards the end, and we still have lots of songs. Yeah. Single than she was. This was my 865, my first listen off the album. I love it. It's such a cute story. I'm obsessed. Five stars. I like this one, too. I should have given it a double thumbs up, because this is the one of the other ones that I go back to. Yeah. Days That End in Y, I put, meh, I'm bored. One star. Uh, I just yeah. don't like it yet. It doesn't mean it won't grow, but it won't ever be a five star. Last Drive Down Main reminds me of Break Up in a Small Town. It's talking about, like, everything in that town is going to remind you of that person. Like, it has that. Yeah, so this it's is. It's story. It's, but it's, um, the same thing as. More Than My Hometown? No, the same as Everything I Love. Yeah. So it's the same song. It, I like it. Um, It, it kind of gives you that you got to leave this small town or you're going to run into each other. And he said, I would know. <laughs> experience three stars it's cute i gave it a thumbs up i liked it i'm sure morgan loves that i'm gonna call the songs cute as he's like a, almost so cute almost a 30 year old <laughs> man penning these songs and we're like these are so cute <laughs> me to me i said good album cut i'll occasionally listen but it won't be a favorite i must have forgot stars mm-hmm. i'd give it three off the top of my head i liked this one this is yeah. one that i've gone back to um, I put Don't Think Jesus. I like this song. I'm over it, but three stars. I put I forgot about this song. Like, I didn't even realize that this one was going to be coming back around yeah, onto I, this album. I kind of think the same thing. I don't dislike it. I don't either. I of think all of the it. religiously themed songs, this one is my favorite. <laughs> 180 Lifestyle. I said this is my, in quotations, country song that isn't a country song end quote song but i said a guilty pleasure song if you will and gave it four stars this is the lifestyle song right yeah this is the broadway girls of this okay album. yeah yeah no the more i listen to it the more i enjoy it yes i agree with you it's the country song that's not a country song <laughs> but my note next to it says daddy question mark does he use the word daddy in this song somewhere? oh i didn't catch that but i'm gonna have to go <laughs> listen now um next song is had it i said i don't have time for this i've had it two star song is all right but I am tired, Morgan. No, literally towards the end, I put zero context because the next song is the song I thought was the last one. Cowgirls. Okay, but in all capital letters, yes, again, yes, that's all capital letters. I said, but where is Ernest? I gave it five stars. I think he sings the second verse. Okay, I must not have like made the, <laughs> the switch in my head. And then I said, do I actually like country music? <laughs> because yeah, because this one's not quite, this is another country song that's not, not quite a country, a country song. song. And I actually do love country music. Obviously, just mm-hmm. spoke about Keith Whitley earlier. But I like some of these non-country songs. And I'm the first person to look at someone funny if they're like, I like country and I like cowgirls. And I'm like, you don't like country music. I think <laughs> that we are big enough music fans yeah, to be like, yes, I do like country music, but I can appreciate this like 
song that isn't country, but... But we, we're a country artist released Released it. But we know that one of my favorite artists is Sam Hunt. I cannot sit here and say that is true. Like, we always go through this. What's country? What's not? The person is what's country music or what's not. You could change all these lyrics, put it on another platform, and it's going to work. Right. I Yes. This could be a rap song, but no... No one listening to a rap station is going to listen to this because it, of its context of cowgirls. Right. But I think it's great. I love it. It's starting to take off on TikTok. I definitely think he'll release it as a single. I hope so. Good Girl Gone Missing. I like this. I can listen. And I like the vibe in the car. Like, this isn't a turn it up and get me hype, but it's a good, let me just drive in the car song. Yeah, I like this one. And as we were listening to it earlier, I said this is going to be one that I really have to go back and pay attention to because the story is a little bit lost on me right now. Yes. Um, But this is going to be one where I think once I actually look at the lyrics, I'm going to be able to put the pieces together. I actually said that about the next song, Outlook. I said, I don't hate this, but it won't be my favorite. The lyrics might speak to me later, but not now. And I gave that one two stars. Yeah, this was an eh. Yeah. And then Dying Man. Poor Morgan at this point. This is song 36. So we are now <laughs> Your done. first note. I'm dying, man. <laughs> yeah. I said this album was way too long. I need 18 solid songs, not 36. I'd rather have another album. Like, I'd rather have one album a year compared to 36 songs all at once. Because now I won't get music for two years. And if that's all I could process while listening to an entire song, I gave it two stars. But also, that lets you know 36 is too much. 36 is way too much. Because all... Uh, like we said, like like you said, I'd rather have 18 quality songs and I'd rather have the music coming more frequently because then I can actually really digest some of this stuff. Because maybe I would like some of these things if it was on an album that he put out in eight months. Yeah, I agree. Overall, great album. We're all going to listen to it. It's going to be on repeat. I, I We can be critical the first round through. We know some of these songs are going to grow on us. We're still seeing Morgan Wallen in concert in June. Oh, absolutely. See it, Pepsi mm-hmm. Golf Coast Jam. Also still add in some If I Know Me content into that Please. set list. <laughs> but Morgan Wallen is just as on fire as he was with the Dangerous album. It's great. Yeah, no, I don't think that this changes anything about his trajectory or path at, not all. at all. I just need him to not be controversial anymore so he can continue his success. So this last weekend, due to some personal things, I had to miss out on a concert that I was really, really looking forward to. Um, <laughs> I think you were looking forward to me looking forward You're to You're right. Though. That is what it is. But I wanted to be there so badly. But like I said, you know, personal lives get in the way. Um, so... Tasha is going to relive her co-Wetzel experience in St. Augustine, and I am so ready to hear all about this. I was thrilled. I said on our wrapped episode that I was looking forward most to co-Wetzel. Thrilled. And Kara couldn't go. So special guest Susan decided to go to co-Wetzel. And I was like, Susan, you do know he's going to use the F word. And she was like, I am fully aware of this. I was like, I have, I don't think she knows what she's walking into. And she even did her research. Kara was like, I know one song and it was Creeps. Susan was like, I know five songs and I did my research before this show. And I have to say, the man did a phenomenal job. Um, Rewind a little bit. We've been to St. Augustine at the Amp before. Normally we get to park in our, what would you call that? 
It's the, um, like, it's like the state park. It's like an extended parking. Well, guess who was running late? Shocking. So I didn't get to park in the extended parking. We had to go even further. But that means I got to see a different entrance. Okay. Yeah, there's different there's different side to go in. Um, both areas to park in are great. So if you are headed to the amp, you can go to either parking in the state park place or like, I don't know what I want to call it. Look like they're like baseball fields and stuff. I mean, like it. they have a lot too. Yeah. Um, We've never attempted that. We're not paying for the extra lot. <laughs> but that's because we don't need to because the shuttles are great. Anytime we've been, like when we went to Brett Young and when we went to Willie, I mean, shuttles were efficient. Like we, we could get there and back. Um, so Susan and I had to park in the other overflow parking, still super easy way to get in and out. But when you walked into that place, one, I don't think I've ever seen so many men at a concert that yeah, thought, that thought they were like cowboys. We, we had an inkling that that was going to be the case. <laughs> yes. So we had this is the most eclectic group of people. You have your cowboys, you have your girls in like rhinestone and denim. You have your people just in shorts and a t-shirt. It did not matter what you wore to this Co-Wetzel concert you were going to fit in. I had on a red romper because I just did. I couldn't figure out what was going to work that day. But one looked cute just in case Co noticed me. No worries, he didn't. But Tyler Farr opened. I think he did good. Have you seen him before? I'm sure I have. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to see Tyler Farr. I think he's kind of done. Yeah. He he had his redneck crazy moment, <laughs> and then it just was it was over. Um, and I'm glad he played. He played like five songs, was done. Then I got Co, and when I say he knows how to play a show, the man knows how to play a show, it was an 18-song set list from beginning to end was fully entertained. The, the lasers, the fog, the fire, the projections. I mean, I just think he did a wonderful job. Started out with country and western. If you know this crowd, which is going to be a little more rowdy than what we are typically used to, but I was more than prepared for that. Every time he was dropping a cuss word, everyone was screaming it. <laughs> it was just a fun group of people. Um, Susan said she had a great time too. And I was like, so on a scale of one to 10, this was after the concert. I said, what would you give him? And she goes, a 10. And I was like, wow. I said, compared to Luke Bryan. And she said, a nine. <laughs> um, but we also had pit seats for Luke Bryan. And we were sitting a little higher up, but I mean, centered for Co. Um, I mean, he played everything on everything that I could ever imagine. There were a couple songs that I was like, oh, I wish you would have played this, but I get it. Um, but like I said, especially April showers. I've been telling Kara for months. I'm just ready for the the intro to that <laughs> song and like the beat. And so I was I was up like. Did it not disappoint? Did it you, did. did you not, play? Did you, was it a knee slap? It was. I mean, if you listen to Co Wetzel for a long time, you know that his early stuff is very country esque, and then he transitioned into the more rock Texas country. Like I feel like he got a feel for what. He was as an artist and he evolved. Oh, it was so good. Um, a couple songs that I was surprised about but did listen to before going, which I hadn't before, interestingly enough. Um, FGA. And I was like, I listened to this song and I was like, what is this song about? Nothing. Not nothing. It's about something, but nothing to do with the title. It's the chords of the song. Hmm. That, that's absolutely something he would do. Just yep. like spelling the words country and western wrong. That's very co. Cool. Um, I loved when he sang Good Die Young. He put the music video kind of up there. And 
I just think we don't see a lot of artists do that anymore because music videos aren't as like relevant in our lives these days. No, I would say that there's not a lot of people who do like a screen show. Very mm. Miranda might be the last person I remember putting a screen up behind her with like some sort of. But it was so good. Show behind her. I told Susan, I think it almost told a story. Like, from beginning to end, because you can blatantly see, even in this set list, it's like upbeat, 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 upbeat. Couple slow, which his slow songs are great to really hear what he sounds like. And then it also went to the end. And if you're not a Co Wetzel fan, which I don't know that a ton of our listeners are, the last song he will always play last is February 28th, 2016. It's a story about how he got, well, it's not even a story, but it's the day that he got a DUI. And how he got pulled over. So at the end, this whole projection show is like literally, I guess not literally, but it's on fire. So it's ending. Kind of like his life at the moment. I don't think burned to the ground. I don't think he cares either. Probably not. (laughs) One of the best concerts I've ever been to. I did call Kara for the song she knew, which was Creeps. She got to she got to FaceTime me. Experience it a little bit. Um But as soon as I walked away, I was ready to find him again. I was like, I have to go see this man again. I even texted Kara during the show and was like, do you ever get sad when a concert's over? Or is that just me? Nope. 100%. I was so upset And if you don't, then you're just, you're not doing it right. It was so good. And if you don't listen to him, I highly suggest it. You might want to start with a easier song. It's a pretty, um, it's a pretty good segue song into his world. Creeps. Good Die Young. Ragweed's one of my favorites. I mean, he really, you either love him or you don't, but honestly, he doesn't care. I haven't listened to him enough to, to make a judgment. I like the song Creeps. Like, I like oh, it. Yeah. Like, it's one that I would go to to listen to. So, it's just, I'm sure there's others. They're just so catchy. He's got catchy songs, but they're just relatable, too, even if I've never gotten a DUI. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. His next one, one of the other songs is called Drunk Driving. <laughs> so, I mean... He writes about his life, but it was what artists do. It was a sold out show, and I definitely think he'll have more of those coming his way. So if you get a chance, go see Co. It's my main man. Hey, thanks for listening to our episode. Make sure you're following us on all our social medias Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Get In Going To. And see you next week. Bye.